This Morning with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630Chat is brought to you by Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoor.ca. I think maybe the Oilers could get enough of our love. <laughs> well, they need more love. We can love them through want, it. I think, you know... Love of a team is one thing, but an obsession of a team is is another thing. And I think that you know, we're hard on our team. And we're here. also, but we're also hard on ourselves. Our own personal emotional trauma going through with this team is 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 also we we we. I see it, it on the text We let line. it hurt us. A hundred percent. We got a text in because we were talking about Jack Campbell being sent down to the AHL, make some cap space, you know, maybe he can get his game back again. We get a message in on the text line. Wouldn't it be something if San Jose picks up Jack Campbell off waivers, plays him tomorrow night, and he's lights out and shuts him up? So that's the kind of, it's almost like a trauma response. It's like the worst thing that could happen is going to happen now. Yeah, it's it's tough being a Withers fan right now and an Elks fan. Who are we kidding? We need some help. So yeah. why, don't we, why don't we get some? Uh, Matt Demoisak is a registered psychologist, co-founder of Mind Bluffs, uh, getting involved in sports and performance psychology. Matt, good morning. How are you? Hello. Good morning. How are you guys doing? <laughs> there you go. It's attitude, apparently, that brightens everything up. Listen to that happy voice. <laughs> Well, this topic is not going to be the most fun one, so I got to pretend that it's going to be a great one. <laughs> I bet, I bet. So, let's. Can you get into the mind of of an Edmonton Oiler right now? How are they feeling, and how do you change something like that? Well, I don't know about the rest of you guys, but when I woke up uh, yesterday morning, I went mm-hmm. straight to the internet and started going down horrible rabbit trails and googling <laughs> things and what's going on and how come this is happening. Just trying to figure out why is this happening? What can I do about it? What can they do about it? So, yeah, I think I was in a really similar place as a lot of other fans. But where, where, when you're talking about sports performance, how does mm-hmm. an athlete get through this? There are slumps, mm-hmm. for example. Yeah. But when you have a slump added with expectations and... Well, and the weight and, of a city. And the weight, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Um, the conversation that uh, McTavish had um, yesterday is, is definitely something that I think is important. McTavish, you uh, mean Jay Woodcroft? Um, no, Craig McTavish was on the uh, was on yeah. the show. Oh, it was on not our show. Well, not our show. On, oh, okay. On, mm-hmm. on Chad. And so yeah, what did he say? Yesterday. We didn't catch it. I didn't catch okay, it. Okay, yeah. So he was actually speaking about how he was kind of imploring fans and media to be more positive towards the players, knowing that there is that that weight and that pressure mm-hmm. uh, for the players to try to perform for the fans, perform for each other. And so he was on six thirty yesterday, um, just kind of pleading for people to continue to show support because it's really, really difficult because at the end of the day, no matter who you are, losing sucks. <laughs> and it feels awful. And the reason why it feels awful is because there's no difference between losing a game, and I know this is going to sound crazy, but losing a loved one. So there was a research study done a couple of years ago that looked at which areas of the brain were affected by losing. And we compared that to EEG scans of the brain for people that had actually like lost a loved one. And the exact same areas of the brain were lighting up like a Christmas tree, regardless of the situation. So losing really hurts. It does. There, there, there are there are levels to that, obviously. But I, 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 get, I get where you're coming from on, on yeah. that one. So how do you, how do you, how, what do you deal with? What do you do about it? Okay, so losing sucks. Mm-hmm. Got it. Mm-hmm. Now what do we do? Yeah. So another important thing to remember is that um, our brain protects us from pain. Like our brain's number one function is 
survival, as threat detection. And the reason why it does a crazy job of trying to protect us from losing, from pain, is because, you know, we're no longer fighting for our life. Like, we're safe. We're physically safe. But all of that part of our brain that was responsible for safety is now trying to protect us from emotional safety. So we get these crazy fight or flight responses when we losing or when we even think about losing. So the most important thing that we can do, whether we are the athlete that's trying to get out of the slump or the fan that is trying to go about their day without thinking about how the Oilers or the Elks lost another game, is to actually shift that expectation away from that outcome of we need to win, we need to win, we need to win, to, okay, like, this is just a sport. I need to just focus on the process. What can I actually control that can help the team? It kind of goes back to some of those like control the controllable speeches that you hear a lot of athletes talk about. It was interesting when you said, uh, Craig McTavish, that you, you agreed with mm-hmm. him when he's like, be kind. Well, fans mm-hmm. don't, what, are you going to hand out orange slices to them all? Or, you know, know, they're getting paid millions of dollars to put pucks in the net, right? I know. I know. But the thing is, like, they're still human like the rest of us. And so... Obviously, they've learned to acquire certain levels of mental toughness to be able to play on a state on a stage like that. But in cities like this, where there's just so much external pressure, it mm-hmm. is distraction. It is extra noise. And even if players tell you that, you know, they don't look at the news, they don't listen mm-hmm. to the radio. Oh, yep. They do. They all do. <laughs> Well, it's not just Edmonton. So Brady Kachuk, who's a head mm. uh, captain of the, uh, the Ottawa Senators, was also talking about the same thing. So was Claude Giroux in Ottawa that it's been really tough, and basically calling out the fans, saying, you know, quit being such jerks. We're doing what we can and the best we can in a, in a tough situation. Uh, I almost equate it to, when I see some of the, the the literal rage in the stands or with mm-hmm. some. I almost equate it to a road rage. Is there any similarity oh. to that? Oh. That's a great question. Yeah, that's really, really good. So road rage is essentially raging that you no longer have all of the control. So people who feel like they need control to be okay are the people that experience road rage. And so when you're driving, Mm -hmm. you actually don't control a whole lot. You control your vehicle and that's it. And so if you have an unrealistic expectation or if you have so high of an expectation that it feels impossible to achieve, the moment you think that it is not going to happen, the moment you think that you're not going to win, or the moment you think you're not going to have control, your body will go into a very strong fight or flight response. So the issue becomes, and this happens all the time for athletes, is when they start to think or feel or believe in their core that they need to win. That need comes with desperation, which is actually a horrible state to be in as a performer. And yet it's something that you hear players and coaches talk about all the time. We need to play with desperation. We have to be desperate out there. That's actually not a good mindset to be in. And that's when they start drawing penalties, right? Because they're getting a little <laughs> yeah, frustrated and they start uh, being a little bit more physical, hey? Exactly. They start getting tight and they lose all of that finesse in their game when they're in that sweet spot, that zone, that flow state. And they start to play with this, I need to win. And so that desperation, desperation creates penalties and turnovers and, and missed plays because the brain's not thinking smoothly. It's, it's thinking more out of protection rather than 
openness, creativity, things like that. I was sitting, uh, I went to uh, an Oilers game last week and I was sitting behind mm-hmm. some people <laughs> that you're talking mm-hmm. about right now, actually. They were yelling at them and <laughs> cursing at them and I'm sitting there with my 14-year-old daughter. I'm like, mm, you need to check this rage, my friend. Um, <laughs> do you realize you're doing it and you're being disruptive or do you need somebody to say, you know what, obviously not me, but a loved one and say, you know what, you need you, you need to calm down if, you, if I can uh, channel 100%. a little Taylor Swift there. And, <laughs> And are they going to say, well, I'm just passionate about the game? Mm-hmm. That's, that's another great question. So uh, something that we train, not just like our athletes uh, at MindBuffs, but just all the different kind of clients that we get who typically work in kind of high-performance industries, business leaders, first responders, things like that, is we train them to recognize what their body is doing in that first sign of stress. So the reason why that's important is because you know, our body is the very kind of first line of defense. Every information that comes in has to come through our body first. So we have these sensations that build up in our body that our brain then labels. Is it positive? Is it negative? Or is it neutral? And then once we've labeled it, then we have the emotional response. So in terms of high performance, if we can help people understand that physiological, that physical, that somatic sensation that they're experiencing, they're cutting off that kind of fight or flight system from really gaining a lot of momentum because they're noticing it as soon as it is happening. So once you can recognize your own response system, what part of your body starts to kind of feel tight or where where do you feel anxiety in your body, then you can cut it off at the source and be able to be a reasonable fan again. But yeah, sometimes you need uh, a loved one to point that out and, and hopefully you trust them to point it out and don't, you know, lash out at them. <laughs> uh, Matt, interesting. Uh, fun to talk about. Uh, maybe not fun to live through, but fun to, mm-hmm. fun to talk about. Appreciate your time this morning. Of course. Take care. All right. Matt Demozak is a registered psychologist, co-founder of MindBuffs. They do a, a performance psychology, sports psychology. Yeah. And for eSports as well. So electronic gaming. So I well, think we need to have a, them back on to, to, to talk a little bit about that. A little mental battle there with yeah. eSports as well and you know, all that kind of stuff. You bet. All right. We're going to take a bit of a break. And uh, after, you know, you got to wait three minutes. <laughs> We're giving away Jeff Dunham tickets. He's coming to Roger's place at the end of the month, and we want your best joke. Clean jokes, clean jokes. 100%. I I know where the dump button is now. (laughs) Back in a minute. This morning with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat, presented by Abe's Door Service with 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. Want to win Jeff Dunham tickets? 780-496-0063 is the number to call so you can go and check out uh, uh, the ventriloquist of our time. Jeff Dunham is heading to Roger's Place on November 30th on his, well, still not cancelled. Sure. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so he's coming. You can buy tickets or you can win tickets here on 630 Ched. We want to hear your best joke. And yesterday I put you on the spot. Yeah. You didn't know we were going to request jokes. I just sort of, you know, yeah, hey, see you my call, pants there. Yeah, see um, your pants, yep. Do you have a good joke now? Uh, yeah, because you, you wrote one down for me that I could tell <laughs> people. spoon feeding you these jokes at these points. This one isn't unless bad, you, though. Unless you have one of your own. No, I, well, okay. I do, I've, but I've told it before. They're not PG. So okay. Why can't you hear a pterodactyl going to the bathroom? Hmm. Why can you not hear a pterodactyl going to the bathroom? 
because the P is silent. <laughs> Terad- you gotta, it's, maybe it's more, I wrote that joke down for you, and I think it's funny. Pterodactyl spelled yeah. P-T-E-R. Oh. What is red and bad for your teeth? What? A brick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, let's go to the line. Let's see if there's anybody who can follow that I up. I know, These, that was a good one. That was a very good one. These are for Jeff Dunham tickets, yeah. November 30th, Rogers Place. Jerry's on the line. How you doing, Jerry? Not bad. How you doing, Daryl? Uh, we're doing pretty well, I think. You a Jeff Dunham fan? Uh, it's been a while since I've watched any of his stuff, but yes, I would say I am. Well, that's perfect then, because whatever he's got is going to be new to you. It's going to be ideal. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it'll be a good time if I win. All right. Hit me with your best shot. <laughs> okay, what's the difference between people in Abu Dhabi and people in Dubai? Hmm. Oh, I think I know this one, but go. The people in Dubai don't like the Flintstones, but the Abu Dhabi do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Abu Dhabi do. <laughs> A little Fred Flintstone (laughs) reference there. All right. Jerry, congratulations. I don't know what else to (laughs) say to you. Way to go. Stay on the line. You're going to get your tickets to Jeff Dunham coming up at the end of November. Sarah will get all your information for you. Thanks. Thanks, Jerry. Bye. Yeah, I needed to see that joke as opposed to hear that joke. Huh. There's a lot of moving parts to so that you think, joke. You think there's, there's, there's like facial expressions and everything yeah, else that go I, with I that? I think so. I think so. I think so. Anyway. What do you call a well-balanced horse, Justin Durbin? Stable. Uh-huh.